Well, hey everyone, Athena Dean Holtz here, and welcome to the All Things Podcast, where we gather once a week to hear real life stories about how God works all things together for good, because he is always faithful and always good. Well, hey, before we get this party started, I have some exciting news for you. If you're ready to get your book in front of an entirely new and fast-growing market, an audiobook would be perfect for you. Having an audiobook gives you the opportunity to get your book in front of more people while giving the listener a new way to hear your story in an intimate way. An estimated 131 million people listen to an audiobook in 2021. And do you know that the people that listen to audiobooks don't read print books? They only listen to audiobooks. So it's a whole new market for you to take advantage of. Leverage the opportunity of getting your book in front of millions of people by having an audiobook today. We can help you create one. Visit redemptionpressaudio.com for our introductory special. Welcome to today's episode of the All Things Podcast. I am super excited to introduce you to another new Redemption Press author and podcaster, Jody Rosser, and her new book, Depth, Growing Through Heartbreak to Strength. Before I start that conversation, let's give her a proper introduction. Jody Rosser is an author, podcaster, and speaker who serves a steadily growing audience through her podcast, Depth, and her blog, Heartbreak to Strength. Having walked through multiple heartbreaks, divorce, miscarriage, and cancer, Jody now inspires women to grow deeper in their faith and to find hope, joy, and purpose through their unexpected storms. For 10 years, she served in children's ministry and women's leadership at Saddleback Church in Orange County, California. She lights up the most when she shares her testimony using her cracked clay pot, a visual reminder that God shines brightest through our broken places. She is raising two teenage sons in Southern California, where she teaches science to elementary students in the STEM lab. So let's roll that conversation. Well, Jody, it is so great to have you on the podcast today. Welcome to the All Things Podcast. Oh, I'm so happy to be here, Athena. Thank you for having me. Oh, you bet. I love interviewing podcasters as well. So it's yes. always so much fun to have someone who knows what it's like to be on this side of the mic and to be on that side. So I am super excited to share your story and uh, just your new book with our listening audience. So first off, before we jump into your new book, I would love to have our listeners hear just your favorite Romans 828 story that illustrates in your life how God has worked all things together for good, even those things that we could not imagine that he could do anything with to bring anything good out of. 
Yeah, I love that verse, Romans 8, 28. It just reminds me of that God redeems everything, even our pain. And that's where my Romans 8, 28 story begins. I walked through a heartbreaking divorce back in 2014, and it just devastated me and my kids. And it was not something we wanted for our family, but it was sadly the reality. And I just did not have any idea what God was going to use with that. But what happened was that year, 2014, even though it was my hardest year, it ended up becoming my most growing year. And I think that's interesting And I think that's something that happens with a lot of the people I interview on my podcast is our greatest heartbreaks catapult us to our greatest growth. And that is what I experienced during that year. I was in counseling. I was reading so many books. I was in God's word and I was just trying to heal from this heartbreak. And in the process, my roots were growing deeper than they ever had grown before. And at the time I didn't even realize it. I just thought I was healing, but God was growing me. And that was something that I started to see. And so my book is called Depth and my podcast is called Depth. And it's all about growing those roots deep because I believe that he wants to take us to new heights. He wants us to be able to handle the next storms that happen in our life. And all that happens with that deep rooted growth. And so my ministry was birthed out of that pain. It started with a blog, just a simple share what God's teaching me in the midst of the pain. I felt like God calling me to write. And over the last many years, it turned into a a podcast. The blog is still there, but I write more frequently and now a book and speaking engagements. And it's just really interesting how something I never thought, like I never thought I'd be an author or a podcaster, but all of that was birth in the middle of that hard thing. So that that God doesn't. So I love that Romans 8, 28, because the good isn't the actual thing, right? But God brings right good out of it. Right. And so the good out of it is this ministry that now is helping other people in the middle of their heartbreaking circumstances. Because guess what? We all walk through them. Mm-hmm. And after my divorce, I lost my good friend two years later to cancer. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like I just got hit again with another huge grief. And I just was realizing that God continued to grow me through it. It was not easy. Grief is so hard. I had a miscarriage even before that. And so those three heartbreaks are what I share in the book. And I, tr- I share how God used them, though, to grow me, to like produce a calling or not produce. What's the word I'm trying to say? A calling was birthed that I didn't even know I had in me. Right. And yeah, just I, I like the better. I like the version of myself better. I'm I definitely had character development happen in the midst of it as well. <laughs> Amen. And isn't that true? I mean, I look back before my 13 years of spiritual abuse and I go, I was so shallow before that. Mm-hmm. And the depth that came from the pain and the struggle and just working with God through that and processing all of that pain and uh, and heartbreak, it does. It takes us deeper and it makes us more effective um, in ministry because People don't relate to our mountaintop experiences. They relate to our brokenness and our pain and they want to see hope. That's what they need to see. And so they're seeing that through your story. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. I say that people relate to us with our struggles, not our successes. And that was something hard for me. I was a perfectionist and I did not want to have this broken, shattered life that was happening right before my eyes. But I realized now that those broken Like I love this thing about a clay pot. Those broken pieces is where the light could shine out. And that's what I, that's what really relates more to people than anything that we're saying, oh, we have it all together. You know, Mm, that's never going to help. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, it's not even reality. And so it does, I mean, we want to be authentic and being authentic is showing those cracks and Mm -hmm. just allowing God to be our strength and our, and the weakness that 
is still there. I mean, we still all struggle with stuff and it's just new levels of struggles. Yes. We're all works in progress. <laughs> Absolutely. So jumping into your book, Depth, for readers struggling with heartbreak, in what ways will your book encourage them? Hmm. Well, for one, I share very vulnerably about my story and I let them know that I understand. I think that one of the greatest gifts that came from all this is empathy. I, I now have such an empathy for people walking through something hard before I just never really understood. And so I come alongside and I write as a way of this is what God taught me and I hope this can help you. And so some of the things I talk about is just, you know what, sometimes we have this perspective of how our life's going to be. And God has this bigger perspective. And so one of the things I like to share is, you know, replace that finite view with God's infinite perspective. You know, we see a small little puzzle piece, but God sees the entire cover. And sometimes we don't like, like, this isn't the cover of the puzzle I want, but that cover that he's given you is now going to make you more compassionate. He's yeah. going to now make you have deeper roots. He doesn't want you to keep you that shallow Christian like you were sharing, you know, yeah. he wants you to be able to have that empathy and all of that's birthed in the hard things. And so that's one thing I talk about is our perspective. And then I just, I talk a lot about just processing the emotions. Emotional literacy was huge uh, in our family after walking through the divorce. I was just a little step ahead of my kids, but we were all in counseling and we were in support groups and we were just doing what we needed to, to really grieve the loss, go through the pain because you have mm. to feel in order to heal. And yes. we, just so that's a big part of my book seeking God in the middle of it inviting him into the pain not running from him he can handle your doubts he can handle your why questions he can handle all of it but if you turn your back you're alone and you already feel so alone in grief so I encourage them to not to just run to him with the pain journal oh I'm a huge journaler yes yes <laughs> and I just wrote and wrote expressing all of it and meeting God on the page of the the book or the the notebook and and sometimes it ended with a prayer of just help me, God. I, I don't want this to make me bitter. I want this to make me better. Yes. But I don't even know what, you know, just there was, it's such a process. Grief is a process. So I really come alongside the reader and kind of guide them through some of the things I did to help me. And I, and the subtitle is called Growing Through Heartbreak to Strength, because I think God mm. wants to take our heartbreak and make us stronger. And it's not our own strength. Yes. It's strength yes. in him. I could not have walked through it without my faith. Mm. Mm. Amen. Amen. Yes. And it, and that is such a good prayer. Help me to be better. What can I learn from this? Not get bitter because that that's just what the enemy wants is for us right. to get bitter and be offended at God and resentful and go to bed angry. And then get that gives him a foothold. So, you know, we're just, you know, taking the bait. And so to, to really ask that question and I, God loves to answer that question of what he's trying to teach us and how he wants us to learn from it. Yeah. I love and a that. lot of that, and a lot of that learning time is in the waiting seasons, right? And it's in yep. the time where things aren't maybe going as you hoped. And so I share a story about Paul and how Paul was in the prison and he had just been having this amazing speaking ministry, sharing God's word with people. And, and now he's in prison. And I bet you, again, I like to put myself in the shoes of the person. I bet you here were doubts like, God, why do you have me here? But little did he know he was going to write these letters that were become the books of the Bible that would help yeah. millions. And in his waiting season became his most powerful part of his ministry. So we just can't underestimate what God's doing in these times where we don't understand. There Amen. is, there's much happening behind the scenes that we cannot see. And sometimes it's you know, we see it in the future and that hindsight's 2020. That's so true. So just, just trusting him, even when you don't understand, it's very difficult, but I think it is a powerful principle in the book. Mm, amen. And so those three heartbreaks, the divorce, the miscarriage, the loss of your friend to cancer, 
Um, you know, was it difficult to decide to open up about your life in such a personal way in the book? Yeah. You know what? I'm very open usually. And I wanted to be vulnerable because I feel like people connect, but I was also private with certain details. I share, um, things that I think would help them understand the emotions I was feeling, but I don't get to every single detail over all of it. But I do think that people need to understand that I understand what they're going through, that I have walked through three great heartbreaks. And so, you know, it wasn't necessarily um, maybe my life plan to like tell everyone I'm divorced. You know, I think at the beginning I was very embarrassed when it first happened. I was, there's a lot of shame tagged with divorce and I had to work through that. And I realized that our greatest heartbreaks, sometimes there is something that makes us feel broken. And sometimes we want to hide behind that and we don't want to share it. But really, that's what someone else that's walking through that same thing needs to hear from. Because who better to help someone that's going through divorce than someone that's walked through a divorce and and God's using them or he's birthed a ministry. You know, I feel like vulnerability is important. But yes, you have to guard the details and you have to be careful what's appropriate to share. So Mm. there's a balance. There's definitely a balance. You don't want to re-traumatize the person reading your book by saying too much about what you went through, but you have to be able to be transparent enough for them to get, I mean, your sharing, um, your struggles gives the reader or that person that you're speaking to or listening to your podcast, it gives them permission to say it out loud yes. because it's there's so much power in getting it out of the dark and the shadows and admitting the struggle with that thing that is so shameful or the enemy, of course, wants to keep us in that shame, but yes. so powerful to just yeah. tell. One of the things... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say one of the things I say at the end of my book is I say, honestly, share your story and help another hurting heart. And and when we come alongside and share that, it's going to help someone. I feel like at both all three of my heartbreaks within a year or two, someone else walked through something either exactly the same or very close. Yeah. And I was able to turn around and just offer support and encouragement. And so I don't always understand why we have to walk through these hard things, but I know that God doesn't waste them. And that was some of the truths that I learned really quickly, especially after my miscarriage. That was my first heartbreak in my 20s, just knocked me off my feet. And I realized a year or two later, this woman walked through almost the exact circumstances. And just me being able to share with her brought her such hope, right? And I do think the part about shame I have, so I have an acrostic in the book. It spells the word strength. And so the H was the last one, honestly, share your story. But my N is never lose sight of God's grace. And so for someone that's walking through a divorce or something that's they're feeling the shame, this section is such a powerful section for them because I believed right after my divorce that I wasn't usable. I even talk about how I felt like I was a broken vessel and God could not use me anymore. But that is not true. That's a lie of Satan. And he wants you to feel broken enough that God can. But that's the very thing that God's going to use. The very thing you maybe don't want to have be used, but God's going to use that. And so I had this moment, this divine appointment, I call the chapter, and I'll let the person read about it when they when they get the book. But it it was this moment in time where I finally realized, oh, my goodness, I am not unusable anymore. God could I'm a broken vessel, but he can still use me. It was a very powerful moment. I hope it helps others break free from their shame. Mm, So powerful. So what did you learn about yourself through the process of writing the book? Mm. Well, I learned that with God, we could do anything. I (laughs) 
I don't think I ever thought I could write a whole book. Um, when I started writing, I remember in 2014, oh, the posts were just raw. The writing was horrible. I mean, it was just raw. It was just how I felt. But what was so interesting was God was having me document all my emotions. Yep. And I had no idea that later in 2018, when I would begin to write the book, that I would need those stories to remind me of what I felt during that time or to bring back the emotions and all that writing that I look back now and kind of go, oh, please, no one find this. But, you know, because it's so lots of exclamation points. I mean, it was just kind of crazy. But you know what? I I know that those were there for me for later to write. And so I just learned that God, we just don't under, have any idea what he's got planned down the pike. You know, again, mm. I had no idea in 2014 that I would later write a book about it or have a podcast. I, we just don't know what God can do with our pain, but I yeah. do know he can't use it if we don't give it to him. If we don't place yes. those broken pieces to him and yes. ask him to heal us first, he can't use it. And so that needs to happen first, but then, oh, ladies, get ready because mm. God is going to take you measurably more than you ever thought or imagined, and it's beautiful. Mm. Amen. <laughs> so, so give us uh, a little bit of insight on how your book is unique among other books that deal with grief, and I'm so glad you name it as grief when you're, you know, when you've gone through the pain that you've gone through. We have to grieve and Christians are so bad at grief because we just want to be all Pollyanna and we're good. You know, we're not going to look back. We're good. We're happy. We're new creation in Christ. Yeah. And we need to grieve. Yeah. You have to grieve in order for you to, can, can, to uh, I said that so bad. Let me, you have to grieve so that you can grow. And so one of the things that's different about my book is none of my storylines are tied up with a nice red bow. I mean, mm. sadly, when I miscarried, the baby passed, you know? And so with my friend, I prayed fervently for God to heal her. And she was a Christian. And I thought, God, if you heal her, all these people will see this and know, you know, all the glory will go to you. But that wasn't his plan. Mm -hmm. And I had to relinquish your will be done. And that was super hard. And then with my divorce, I know sometimes there's reconciliation. That was not the case for my family. And so none of my stories end in a red bow. But yet God was faithful for each one of them to come alongside me and to guide me and to help me in the middle of my grief. I never felt more close to him. The intimacy that I had between God and me that year of 2014, I cannot even put into words. It was so amazing. And I thought I had a strong faith before, but it was just, again, the growth, the roots, they went so deep that year. And I don't think we grow that way in our good times. I don't think when no, things are going status quo, it's like we yep. seek God the way we do when we're in pain. And so that's one of the things about my book that I, if, you know, if someone's out there and they have lost the friend or they're, you know, the loved one, or I want you to know that God is still there with you, even if your story didn't turn out like you hoped it did. Mm. But one of the things I also love is because it has three storylines, I prayed fervently, God, how am I going to write a book with three different storylines? And he gave me this beautiful acrostic for strength. And it's a really cool story. I was on a bus ride to my son's field trip. And that morning I had just read this devotional on Proverbs 31 Ministries and it had a similar topic to mine. I just read the comments of all the women and what they were feeling, their felt needs. And God just used all those words and in my head started to come up with this acrostic. So the S is seek God and invite him into the pain. And that's the first thing you do. It's kind of goes kind of in order. It's not really linear. Grief is never linear, but these are just some of the steps. The T is tearfully allow yourself time to grieve and process the emotions. You have 
to grieve. It's so important. R is the replace your finite view with God's infinite perspective. The E is embrace the character development along the way because he is going to grow you and he's going to develop you. I have a chapter called Embrace the Chisel. And I'm telling you, none of us want to be chiseled. But guess what? It is a beautiful thing after. But yes, it's not a fun process. The N is never lose sight of God's grace. The G is give praise to God, even as your heart breaks. And that chap, that ended up being Mm. one of my favorite parts of the book. Some of the truths that I learned, it's hard to praise God in the middle of the storm, but I found you could praise him for the small things, the gift of a friend, maybe an encouraging word from a friend. It could be a gift of a day. Maybe you got time with someone. It doesn't have to be a big thing, but there's little ways you can praise him and it's powerful. There's two T's in strength. And so the second T is to trust God is good when your mind is doubting and you don't understand. I didn't think that was the very first thing you could do so much at the beginning is just seeking God and and dealing with the grief. But you do need to trust him that even if you don't get it, even if you're like, why God, there is something happening beyond what you could understand. And the H is honestly share your story and help another hurting heart. Mm, I love that. It's so, those are just such powerful truths that really can help us have the right mindset for the struggle because it's, I mean, it's easy to feel sorry for ourselves or get bitter or get angry and all the things that, that are maybe we are used to doing, but God wants that's, he wants that emotional growth as we process through that pain so we can have spiritual growth. Yes, that is, I think that is one of the things that is birthed from the pain is the spiritual depth. It's really a beautiful gift that we get. And none of us want to go through the hard thing to get there. But once you're there, you hopefully will never want to go back where you were before. Mm, Amen. Okay, so as we wrap this up, your book is titled Depth, but so is your podcast. Tell us a little bit more about your podcast and how people can find that. Yeah. So it's called depth and it's all about growing your deeper in your faith and stronger in your relationships. And um, as you can see behind me, I have lots of books. Books were a huge part of my healing during that first year and they were also part of my growing. So I interview authors. I've interviewed many authors that were part of my journey. That was such a special moment to say this part in your book helped me during my greatest heartbreak or this part of your book helped me during those hard years and Mm. to be able to thank the author for their words. And so I now have authors come on, but I don't just have authors because there's many many stories that are powerful that haven't become a book yet. So I have inspiring writers or inspiring stories. And I just share again, what if your greatest heartbreak catapulted you to your greatest growth? I've had my family come on for other fun episodes. So it's a little Mm -hmm. bit of everything, but it is definitely, uh, you're going to leave feeling encouraged and you're going to hopefully, uh, want to share your story and help another hurting heart. Perfect. So where can our listeners maybe best place to connect with you or find you online? Yeah. So I have a website called jodyrosser.com and that's J-O-D-I-R-O-S-S-E-R and everything's there. So they can find a link to the podcast, the blog, as well as the book and if, for speaking engagements as well. But my, my um, depth podcast is on all the platforms, you know, if you want to go to Amazon or all the places. And I'm also on Instagram, probably the most and Facebook. I started to go to some of the other platforms. I'm not there as much, but I'm, I'm branching out, but yeah. Um, I'm at Jody.Rosser, Jody.Rosser on Instagram and Facebook. Perfect. Well, Jody, can I just tell you, this was an absolute delight to spend this time with you and hear how God has just brought so much good out of mm. so much pain. And isn't that a good God that he yeah. would do that for us? Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me. I really loved being here. Amen. Well, thanks so much for joining us today for the All Things Podcast. 
brought to you by Romans 828 Bookstore and Redemption Press. If today's episode encouraged you, we would love to have you share it with your friends on social media and maybe even leave a review on Apple. That will help the algorithms get us up higher to the top when people are searching for podcasts that can bring them hope and encouragement. So thanks again for joining us today. And I look forward to seeing you again next week. Bye for now.